1: Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress and animal enthusiast, is on her own in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the Tales of the City. Hey guys, it's Victoria Schaefer, your host of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm here at the World Dog Expo in Secaucus, New Jersey at the Meadowlands Expo Center. This is my first time attending with my roommate Gabby and we are so excited to be here. It looks like there's a ton of stuff to see from dog surfing to training demonstrations to dock diving, food trucks, doggy celebrities, just a ton, lots of shopping, Lots to see, lots of dogs and their owners. I've never been in one room with so many dog lovers. So stick around because after this commercial break, I'll be talking to the pit boss, Shorty Rossi, and Deirdre Franklin of Pinups for pit Bulls. Be right back. Tales of the City will be right back in two shakes of a, well, tail.
2: I love cleaning
3: the litter box, said no one Ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter. That's a litter bit amazing. Save two dollars on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com.
2: Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
1: I'm here with Shorty Rossi, aka Pit Boss of the former Animal Planet reality series, founder of Shorty's Pitbull Rescue and author of memoir Four Feet Tall and Rising. I'm also here with his dog, Onyx, who's very adorable Pitbull. So, the first obvious question what drew you to Pitbull?
2: They're misunderstood. People misjudge them for what they're not. And I kind of understand that being a little person, I get misjudged. So there's like an understanding bond of, you know, they can't speak so I can speak for them.
1: Mm -hmm. And you've trained dogs for movies and to be service dogs. What are some of the main differences in the training process?
2: Well, it's what you need them for. I mean, Onyx is uh, basically more of a mobility dog and like a cane. and, And if I fall down, he helps me up. I mean... And you can basically train any dog to do anything. I mean, Hercules had his own Christmas movie, so he was trained not to do tricks, but to uh, act. Right. So it's basically what the need is, is different training.
1: And can you speak to the struggles and advantages of being a little person owning a large, strong, misunderstood breed?
2: Well, it just shows you that somebody of four feet can handle a big, strong pit bull. Anyone can. Yeah. You just have to be the leader. Mm-hmm. It's not training the dog, it's training the human.
1: <laughs> right. And lastly, you've said that your pit bull, Geisha, saved your life. Can you elaborate on that?
2: Well, when I went to go actually rescue a dog, and I went to the dog pound, and I saw her, I thought I was rescuing her from death, but not realizing that when we walked out that door, she rescued me and changed my whole life. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here talking to you today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of people feel that way about their dogs. They yeah. really do save your life, and they know that you saved yeah. them. Great. Thank you so Thank much. You. Have a good one, okay? <laughs> you too. Thank you. I'm here with Wanda from Second Chance Rescue in Flushing, and they have a very sweet 14-month-old dog named Scooby. Wanda, could you tell us a little bit about him?
4: Yeah, Scooby is a boxer, a uh, beagle mix, and he's a 14-month young little puppy looking for a home. He loves uh, other dogs to play with. He uh, is not bothered by cats and he loves kids.
1: And where can someone find him if they're interested in adopting?
4: Well, we're on uh, Facebook and uh, we're on the webpage Second Chance Rescue NYC and he'll be listed there along with a bunch of our other dogs or you can uh, message our Facebook and we'll answer you back. We also have dogs posted there where you can read their bio and their history. And uh, we're out of New York, so we're here for everybody to uh, find their forever. And
1: most importantly, if people would like to donate, where can they do that?
4: If you'd like to donate, uh, Second Chance Rescue has a donate button on their Facebook page and on their web page. And our address is on our web page, out of Flushing, New York. Okay, great.
1: Thank you. Hi, Scooby. Hi, guys. I'm here with Lindsay of Street Tails
0: Animal Rescue. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, how are you? Good. Can you tell us a little bit about what your rescue does? So we at Street Tails focus on animals with special needs. So we're an all-breed rescue located in Philadelphia. Our adoption center houses about a dozen animals at a time there, and then also we have some in foster care. Most of our animals are... Well, everybody's local to Philly, and um, we take in animals that might need like an extra surgery or you know an ongoing health issue so we try to take the ones that need a little bit extra and what are
1: some of the struggles that you find obviously there's a ton rescuing special needs dogs
2: but
0: it's specifically adopting them out I'm not sure that we have a harder time adopting them out I mean we we take care of any issues that we possibly could fix through the rescue but I think that there's a lot of people that kind of you know they come in they meet them and they realize just because they may be special needs it's not that they'll love any differently than any other animal
1: totally are there like traits you look for in an owner when you approve them to adopt
0: just somebody that is obviously going to love them for the rest of their life we you know do vet checks if there are any other animals in the house all of the animal meats all of that if people rent we make sure that their landlord approves to an animal So you have a dog named Lentil.
1: Can you tell me a little bit about him?
0: Yes, so Lentil is um, my personal dog. He's a French bulldog that was born with a double cleft nose, lip, and palate. I had him through French Bulldog Rescue and tube-fed him for the first four months of his life. Um, Yeah, it was definitely a scary adventure. At four months, he was able to get his palate corrected. And now, through his Facebook page, My Name is Lentil, we work really internationally to raise awareness for children with craniofacial differences.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Who came first, Lentil or Street Tales Animal Rescue?
0: Street Tales came first. Yeah, I, um, I founded Star in 2001, and Lentil now um, he came to me February of 2013.
1: Okay, and most importantly, where can people find you, and how can they help?
0: So we can you can find us online at streettails.org or visit us at the Adoption Center in Northern Liberties in Philadelphia.
1: Okay, great.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. There are so many cool events and demonstrations to see.
1: I'm going to check a few of them out, and I'll be right back after this commercial break.
3: Time for a walk. In Central Park, of course. We'll be right back with more Tales of the City. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food.
2: Purchase your Cat Tree Trade today. Go right now to CatTreeTrade.com. That's CatTreeTrade.com. C A T T R E E T R A Y.com. Get the stinky dog away from me
4: Bad breath and bad gas PD stopped eating All his hair fell out Itching, licking, missing fur At least $5,000 in vet bills Creams, antibiotics, sprays No results Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com If you want the dog to be healthy, you gotta feed it something healthy The omega-3
3: fatty acids Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life,
4: she's got energy. Tons
3: of energy, no more bad smell.
4: Dynavite's the bomb.
2: (gasps) Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. (laughs)
4: 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio.
2: Pet Life Radio.
0: PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hey guys, it's Victoria Schaefer, your host of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm here with Deirdre Franklin, founder of Pinups for Pitbulls, an organization that raises money for pitbulls by pairing models with pitbulls for a yearly calendar. She's also the author of The Pitbull Life, A Dog's Lover's Companion, and Little Darling's Pinups for Pitbulls. Hi, Deirdre.
3: Hi, it's so nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you, too. I love your whole look. Thank you. The dog tattoos. Obviously, they can't see what you're wearing because it's radio, but she's wearing a very beautiful dress, dog tattoos, and
3: bright red hair, and a pink bow, and pink lipstick, and uh, cat eye glasses. And you can visit pinupsforpitbulls.org to get our calendar, and you can see it in person. <laughs> Great. So first obvious question is, what inspired you to help Pitbulls specifically? I had a dog named Carla Lou, who was my first pit bull-type dog ever. I was a teenager when I adopted her, and I was trying to adopt a different pit bull-type dog from a shelter, and they had a kill policy. So if a dog was a pit bull-type dog that came into their building, they would euthanize them simply because they said, that looks like a pit bull, so we're not going to keep this dog alive. And it was terrible, and I was really just heartbroken that I couldn't help this dog, and I ended up getting Carla because of that. But long story short, I wanted to help dogs like her be able to live and have families and be understood as individual dogs and not be treated like they were something that they weren't and it inspired me to want to get other people to understand that even if they didn't want to have pit bull type dogs I wanted them to at least understand that all dogs are individuals. Yeah I totally agree and why do you think that this breed is so misunderstood? the um, media hype mostly um, there's a lot of things that started in the 80s around dog fighting that came out that perpetuated myths like that they had locking jaws which is nonsense there were certain things that were perpetuated over and over in the media in the 80s and then they basically wanted to get rid of gangster type people and they thought like if people that were in gangs kept these dogs then by banning them they could get rid of gangsters in their neighborhood but if you think about it an outlaw doesn't follow the law so it really affected the people who were responsible who love their pets that shouldn't have to ever worry about a breed ban and so over time what we hear is if it's a biting dog people assume it's a pit bull even though it's complete nonsense and the cdc even stopped tracking bite statistics years and years ago because they realized that it was nonsense and that they weren't they were getting things from eyewitness accounts or from the media and so their numbers were completely skewed and then they realized like it has nothing to do with the kind of dog it is it's what that person puts into the dog or the context that that dog is living in that can lead to a bite but all dogs have teeth all dogs can bite, so we want to make sure we teach them positive training and help them to be gentle and relaxed so that they can live a quality of life.
1: Yeah, and Pinups for Pitbulls is a very creative organization. How did you come up with it?
3: I was doing a lot of pinup modeling, and I was performing burlesque at the time, and I had a lot of attention from people, and it felt kind of empty and weird to have that kind of attention, and so I wanted to do something that could direct uh, back to my dog, Carla Lou who inspired me, and I wanted to do something that would make people pay attention, and it's hard to get people to want to be educated. It's hard to get people to listen sometimes, so I figured, you know what? I have a lot of friends that are into pinup. I have a lot of photographer friends why don't I just throw this little calendar together, which I thought would be like a one-time Kinko's kind of calendar. (laughs) Little did I know that this would be 12 years later that we're still making this calendar and it gets better and better every year. But I really wanted to just bring attention. And so it's something that gets people's attention. And once they have their attention, then I can get them to listen to me about what these dogs are and that help them understand that they're just great dogs and they just need a chance like any other dog. They need food, shelter, and water like any other dog. Yeah, like any other dog. What advice do you have for people who
1: are looking to start their own organization or foundation? Good luck. No, I'm just kidding.
3: It's hard, right? (laughs) It's extremely hard. Uh, There's a lot of other organizations out there sometimes that are doing what you might want to do and sometimes it's better to partner and collaborate sometimes if it's a unique situation where you can do something where you are starting a 501c3 is amazing but you have to remember you need a board you're going to need funding it's a full-time job i i'm the shipping person i'm also the president i give the seminars i'm everything and i i get paid like one fourth of all of those people so but i love it and i live for it so if you live and breathe it do it and make it happen it's worth it
1: yeah, it totally is worth it. And lastly, do you have any tricks that you use when getting the pit
3: to pose with the models for the calendar photo? Absolutely. Sometimes we shoot the dog separately and then we put them into the picture, but sometimes oh. we get the picture all at once. It really depends because with some of the people in the calendar have their own dog in the picture and sometimes they're paired with a dog. So they might not have a relationship necessarily, which can be great because the dog isn't necessarily as focused on their mom. Um, but we use squeaky balls. We actually... Forgot a squeaky ball one year and realized there was an app that you could download, and so we had we were shaking our phones to make it squeak, and it was really cool. And but some dogs are really scared of squeakies so you have to motivate them with food and treats. But everything is positive on set. We always make sure the dog is comfortable. But the dogs are also usually bored because they wait for about two hours while hair and makeup gets done. Oh my gosh! So they're usually so pooped by the time we get them on set. It's like five minutes of like just whoop 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 and very exciting sounds, and they get really happy, and then we get the picture, and it's like a much longer to get the girl right than it is the dog right so it's pretty cool dogs are amazing and where can people find you how can they help Absolutely. We're always looking for volunteers wherever you are. We just started our Canadian team finally. We have people even as far as England and Australia. There are people all over who are joining us. And you can go to pinupsforpitbulls.org, hit our contact form, and just fill out the basic information. And you can start a team in your area if one doesn't exist. And you can also, again, go to pinupsforpitbulls.org, buy merchandise. All of that, all those sales help us to go out in public and educate on behalf of your dog.
1: Okay, great. Pinups for pitbulls.org. I just bought a great t-shirt for Father's Day. They have a lot of great stuff. And uh, thank you so much for
3: speaking with me. Thank you so much. We're also on Instagram and Twitter and all of the good social media stuff.
1: Okay, I'll be following you on Instagram for sure. Thank you.
3: I just got home with my roommate, Gabby,
1: from the World Dog Expo. Say hi, Gabby. Hi. So I thought we would wrap up today's episode by talking about a few highlights. I must admit that... When my producer, Mark, told me that I should go interview people at the World Dog Expo, I thought it might be a little weird, maybe a little nerdy, but we had the absolute best time, and I can safely say we will be attending the World Dog Expo every year, and we have a ton of friends who want to join. So, Gabby, let's talk about some of your favorite things at the World Dog Expo. Go. I mean,
3: it's got to be dock dogs, the dog dog diving competition.
1: Yeah, and for the listeners describe this because you'd have to see it to believe it.
3: So it's a competition where dogs run up and jump off of kind of like a long track into a 35 foot long pool. And whoever jumps the farthest wins.
1: Yes, but I think they also have competitions for style, which my dog Echo might might be really good at. He has a an impressive leg tuck when he jumps in the water. So I think there's a couple of rules. You have A minute and a half to get your dog in the water, and you can use a non edible toy to encourage him or her. So, this was a riot. We uh, walked actually across the street from the venue to a parking lot to see this event, and there were tons of people with or without their dogs in bleachers, cameras in hand, just laughing and having a great time after every dog jumped. There were some dogs that got far. I think one dog got like 31 feet but some of them only got like two and then there was that golden retriever who wouldn't even get into the water yeah and he ended up escaping out the back and then showing up on the other side trying to go down the ramp to get his toy (laughs) let's see another highlight was probably the dog dying and tattoo station
3: we saw a live airbrush tattoo on a dog.
1: Yes, it was a skull tattoo on the thigh of a pit bull mix. It was super funny. And its owners were also covered in tattoos and said at the end, oh, now you're like mommy and daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, what else? Oh, we I made a lot of purchases. I got my dad a t-shirt for Father's Day. We got these markers that you can draw on your dog, and we've actually already tried them out. Echo is now sporting a doggy unicorn mohawk. And what else did I buy? Oh, I bought a very cute pink dinosaur toy for Echo, along with a canned dog food called steak and eggs, which I thought we just had to try, and they're going to eat it all up. So anyway, I talked to a ton of people, both celebrities in the doggy world and people who are doing amazing things to help rescue dogs spread the word about animal abuse and i hope you really enjoyed this episode we had a ton of fun attending a ton of fun doing the interviews and thank you so much gabby i think you had something you want to end the episode
3: with the world expo was a doggone great time
1: All right, Victoria Schaefer signing off. I'll see you next time when I tell you another fun and exciting tale of the city.
2: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.